Hey guys, this is Joey Blaze, and you're inside the hive. All righty. Welcome in, guys, for Episode 7. Joey, thank you for coming on today. I know you had shown a lot of interest in coming on the podcast, and we have a lot to uh, unpack here today. So let's start a little bit with your personal accolades. Your Perrysburg Wrestling Team won three NLL championships, your freshman, sophomore, and junior years, 2020-2022. Joey is a two-time defending state champion, 2021-2022. 2022 BCSN Male Athlete of the Year, prestigious award, the Super 32 champion at the 160-pound weight class, and is currently ranked number one in the state for the 165-pound weight class. So obviously a lot of uh, previous accolades, but Joey, could you tell us a little bit about who you are and where you grew up? So, uh, you know, I was uh, born in Toledo, but uh, I'm a Michigan boy at heart. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Grew up in Ida and Dundee, like that mm-hmm. area. Uh, moved out to like Clinton, the Cumsey, which is like 45 minutes from the border. It's like by all those lakes where people <laughs> have their vacation houses. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. And then uh, came here my uh, freshman year. Parents uh, got jobs around here. And uh, yeah, just been a wrestling sense. Uh, trying to just be the best me I can. Try to help the team as much as I can. Uh, Nationally wise, ranked number two uh, in the country. Just trying to get that number one spot. That's about it. That's great. Now, how did you end up? How did you wind up going into wrestling? Like, where did you find that the wrestling is going to be my sport? So, uh, my grandpa wrestled uh, Division One at uh, Toledo. My dad did not wrestle. Like, I don't have many family members that mm-hmm. uh, wrestled at all. So, uh, I one day just found a flyer, and uh, my grandpa decided to sign me up for it. Mm-hmm. And just uh, at the Ida Wrestling Room, and uh, since then I've just been uh, competing. Have you ever uh, played any other sports besides wrestling? Oh uh, yeah, I played soccer for the longest time, uh, and I played football until high school. I stopped playing everything. What positions did you play in those? I was a quarterback and a corner, and then uh, I played goalie when I played soccer. Did you ever try to play high high school football at all, or consider it? No, I was tiny. I mean, I weighed like 130 pounds my freshman year, so I wasn't going to play anything. Okay. So um, can you talk to us a little bit about your relationship with your Perrysburg High School wrestling coaches? Obviously, I know you've grown very close with Scotty and Whitner, but can you talk to us a little bit about what those relationships have meant to you and what they look like? Oh, I mean, they look like uh, father-son relationships every day. I mean, I'm, in, I'm texting and calling Scott for just life advice at this point. And uh, same with Coach Witt, just talking about our team trying to get our team to the best spot they can be. And then, uh, you know, just it's just super nice to have people that close to you that you can uh, really relate to. So obviously a big uh, upcoming college career for you, but could you uh, talk to us a little bit about your recruiting process? Yeah, my, uh, my recruiting process was a little – it was pretty easy for me at least just because – so I broke my hand when I won my first state title – and then I didn't do, like, any off-season wrestling or anything because I got surgery on it. So I was just, like, kind of just a smaller name still, just had one, like, big accolade under my belt. And uh, so I just took my, like, visits to some smaller MAC schools and then uh, took my visit to Purdue. And uh, I got one of my best friends from uh, Michigan goes to Purdue and, uh, like, hit just, like, stayed with him and did the whole visit. And then afterwards I – just knew that's where I wanted to go. Do you have any uh, funny recruiting stories? Man, 
other than not really because I only uh, only had four or five schools. I only went took on took two visits. I went to one Mac school and then I went went to Clarion on a visit and then just went to Purdue. So now I just go down there and just help that or just go when they have recruits and it's just take my own officials. So you recently at our school's signing day signed with Purdue. How did you come to that decision and realize that this was where I wanted to be? Like, what was the top couple things you're like, you know what, Purdue is going to be my school? So I think first was distance. Uh, it's super. It's only three hours away, mm-hmm. so it's super manageable. Uh, another one is the coaching staff is just like the coaching staff at Perrysburg. Uh, we just got the coaches. I just really can talk to them like I talk to Scotty and any other coach. So it makes it super easy to get advice and it's just – makes life a lot easier not having to worry about that kind of stuff now what do you want to major in at purdue i want to do something medical but i'm not sure honestly you know just trying to wrestle mm-hmm. now do you have do or any of your teammates have like any pre-match superstitions or things that you like to do before every match just to like get in the zone or something like that Man, so Miles has definitely some superstitions before he wrestles. He lets some demons out. I'm <laughs> telling you, this he listens to music so loud, runs around, like gets himself psyched up. Uh, Josh is kind of the same way. There's a lot of people on our team that just like to get themselves really psyched up before they wrestle. But me as a person, I'm super calm. I just like walk around, uh, don't listen to any music. I don't do any of that. I just kind of stand there and wait to go out. Uh, the only superstition I have is I uh, kind of just like do this like little squat thing before I start just because I want to make sure my knees are all right. But other than that, I really don't have anything. So, Joey, in order to be a two-time state champion, you have to be incredibly passionate about what you do. Um, what does your passion from wrestling come from? Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm a super competitive person, I feel like, at heart. Uh, I mean, we do like team runs for practice and we got guys like Brody Bauman or like last year uh, we had another kid that was super good at cross country and they run super far distances. But I feel like competitively wise, like when they pass me, I literally make it a point to try to stay with them the whole time. Like the other day, my calves were cramping so bad. I like almost had to stop running, but I like wanted to stay up with them. And I feel like just from a, I've just grown into being like a competitor. And then uh, also my dad just kind of, Always when I was little, just best effort and uh, always told me to just stay dedicated to what I believe I can do. And uh, I feel like what I can do is be the best me, be the best in the country, uh, be a state champ multiple times, uh, be a national champ in college. So I just try to work towards those those goals. Now, when you wrestle in some of these bigger tournaments and state tournaments, do you have a, like a set game plan going into each match? Like I'm going to look to attack this certain thing, or do you kind of adjust to see how the other person's approaching you? So uh, I do not go in with any game plans. Uh, my style is kind of like a loose cannon. I kind of mm-hmm. just do whatever comes to my mind. My matches are like entertaining. If you know wrestling, I mm-hmm. feel like if you're watching wrestling from like a abroad, my matches are like low scoring, but they're super entertaining. Uh, I just kind of just do what feels natural, and I just like to have fun when I wrestle, so I just kind of do whatever. Do you guys do, like, any film or scouting for wrestling? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Uh, say at, like, Super 32, I wrestled this kid. He was a world champion, uh, and uh, I did a little bit of scouting for him, just, like, what what his tendencies are, just just so I didn't get caught up early in the match or anything. So 
because in wrestling it's a big thing when you're wrestling really good competitors. Uh, if you fall behind early, it's hard to dig yourself out of that hole. So, I mean, sometimes I watch film just a little bit. All right, so now, Joey, we're going to get into you more as a person. What does a day in the life look like for Joey Blaze? Get up at, like, 7.30, uh, take a shower, uh, you know. i got to look at my phone for a little bit when I wake mm -hmm. up. Get dressed. Uh, Marks is always rushing me out of the house, so <laughs> i got to leave by 8 o'clock, get to school at, like, 8.20, whatever, go to my classes till about 1.35, come home sometimes I lift sometimes I don't I wait and then like nowadays we have practice at 3:30. so and then go to practice for however long and then afterwards uh just go home and chill probably probably hit a lift now since I don't lift after school but uh just just the basics man just do just doing normal stuff now you mentioned those practices earlier can you talk to us a little bit about what all goes into those Oh, a lot goes into those practices. I mean, they're not, they're not, I wouldn't say they're not easy. Uh, they're not bad, but uh, it just puts a lot of your mental effort into it. I mean, we run for 20, 30 minutes before, like, to start practice, and then we get into the drilling part of practice, which is super tedious, but it's it's good because that's where you really, that's where the money's made in wrestling, being able to, I've practiced some of these moves so many times that, in a match, I don't ever trip up or falter. Mm -hmm. uh, then we do live, which is, that's just like a live sequence of a match. Like, you're just trying to just do what you do. And uh, that stuff's really hard. Uh, that just gets you so tired that you got to mentally push through that kind of stuff. And then we do some conditioning, which that's probably the hardest part of practice, like physically and mentally, because you want to be done, but you got to get up and do a couple more sprints, or you got to get up and do some stance in motion or just do whatever Scotty's putting you through. Sounds like there's a lot that goes into your practices and they're always labor intensive, but on the other side of having a lot of hard work, what do you like to do for fun, Joey? I mean, I like to hang out with my friends. Mm -hmm. That's a personal thing I like to do. Uh, when it's sunny out, I like to go fishing. My grandpa owns a big pond, like one of those turnpike ponds. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I go out there all the time and fish. Uh, you know, I just try to just try to keep myself active, run, lift, just anything that uh, keeps my mind off of just sitting at home and being a couch potato. When you guys hang out, what's your uh, go-to thing to do? Dude, watch football. That's been the go-to right now. We've been watching football a lot. You got a favorite football team? Purdue Boilermakers. <laughs> Boiler up, man. Yeah, they're struggling. But, I mean, last week they had a big win against Illinois. So, uh, number one in the Big Ten West right now. We're the upset squad. We're coming for Ohio State. <laughs> now we're going to bump over to food real quick. Where do you like to eat, and what are some of your favorite foods? My, well, my favorite to eat is Chick-fil-A. Uh, I love those chicken uh, chicken nuggets. Those things are gas. Uh, when my sister used to work at uh, Hershey's, I used to go there like almost every day and get ice cream. Uh, that's <laughs> probably my favorite food. I could eat a whole tub of ice cream by myself. And uh, wouldn't feel bad about it. Wouldn't feel anything. I'd just be happy. Now, what's your what's your favorite ice cream? There, you have like a list, like a ranking, or oh, I'm a mint chocolate like that? chip guy. Yeah, that's the go-to. Let's go. And then that Lake Erie Monster, whatever that is, like mm -hmm. cookie dough Oreo with like this blue. It's blue ice cream, but I think it's yeah, yeah. vanilla. It is so good. That is gas. So many of our guests have had something to say or that they wanted to say about their beliefs on pizza 
and has become one of our staples here on Inside the Hive. So do you have any personal opinions about pizza, what belongs on pizza, what doesn't belong on pizza, just pizza in general? I think anything belongs on pizza, I'm going to be honest. Uh, pineapple pizza is great. You just gotta, you just gotta look deeper and grow up, and uh, it's, it's great. I, I did not like it until last year. My dad yelled at me. He was like, "You haven't even tried it. Are you gonna diss it?" And then when I tried it, I was like, "Shit, man, this is pretty good." <laughs> I, I kind of found a, a little love for it. But my go-to is the uh, chicken, barbecue chicken pizza. That, yeah, that that's is, a staple. That one you can't beat, Marcos. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're a Marcos guy. Yep, that's the go-to in my house, Marcos. All right, so this leads us into this week's Rank It. It's a segment where we will give you a topic and ask you to rank them one through five. This week's topic is going to be about pizza. What would you say your top five pizza restaurants are? One, Domino's. I'm a big Domino's guy. Okay. Two, Marcos. Marcos is gas. Uh, three... I, I like Papa John's uh, flatbread pizza. Okay, that, yep. It's super good. Uh, Little Caesars is four. You just can't beat it. Five five bucks for a pizza? I mean, and then five, uh, Pizza Hut. I like, the, I like the diversity at Pizza Hut. Now, it seems like you like all types of pizza. Like, is your go-to just a traditional pizza, or are you more of a flatbread pizza? I would say flatbread. But if I'm If I'm, like... That's, like, what I like because I can eat so much of it, and mm-hmm. it doesn't fill me up as much. But if I eat two slices of pizza, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So we talked a little bit about food. Now let's talk to a little bit more about your family. Can you talk to us a little bit about your relationship with your brother Marcus, both at home and on the, the wrestling mat? Oh, man, he's, he's like, my best friend. Uh, you know, I'd sit and talk to him about – I could sit and talk to him about wrestling or just life for hours. Uh, in the practice room, we're super competitive. I mean – He'll never take me down. Uh, he, it just won't happen. But he'll think he can, and uh, he'll get super mad when he can't. But it just, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. And then, uh, But he's good. We, we bounce ideas off each other all the time, and I think that uh, really helps each other grow in wrestling because wrestling is definitely a sport of sometimes you got to put your preference aside for what works. Mm-hmm. You can't just do what you like. you got to do what other people not what other people like, but what is right. Like, I mean, I could like to do one thing, but it's not the right way to do things, and it won't, it won't work. So you believe you're the better wrestler, right? Yeah. Okay, but do you guys have, like, something that makes you guys extremely competitive towards each other? Yeah, everything. And anything and everything is competitive. The other d- I think it was right before school started, uh, we did a competition on who could write the smallest, and it'd still be legible. Like, anything <laughs> and everything is game for me and him. Uh, running it does not matter he's gonna try to beat me i'm gonna try to beat him has he ever beaten you in anything yeah every uh almost everything other than wrestling uh he is great i mean video games like we'll sit and play video games for hours the only game i can beat him in is 2k and fortnite (laughs) but no one plays that anymore so obviously you've shown us a little bit of the competition in your household but what would you say is like the family dynamic of your household oh it's good i mean it's just super uh Super, like, joyful. Uh, I'd say our whole family is super uh, energetic and happy all the time. Uh, I feel like that's kind of where I get my personality from. Marcus is, like, the only one that's, like, super quiet and doesn't talk a lot. Everybody else in my family likes to let their opinions be known. What would you say the toughest part about being a wrestler is? 
Man, definitely just the men- the mental side of it. Uh, I feel like physically, once you get to a certain point, nothing is too hard. But it's but mentally, to be able to do that stuff is what's su- what's super like tasking and. Uh, there, you just don't want to wake up and do an extra workout some days. You don't want to go and do an extra workout after practice. It's not that you, physically you can't do it. It's mentally you don't want to do it. You just kind of got to – there's like – there's humps that you got to get over. And uh, it's just – it's super hard. But once you break through something and you see that, like, growth that you've hit, it's uh, super, like – I don't know, like, it really just, like, hits at home. Like, when I see that I grew so much because I started to do one thing – that makes me want to do another thing that makes me grow even more. Now, who would you say the toughest match you've ever wrestled against has been? Like uh, at par- like in our room or like just – Like in, it can be in competition. It can be anything. Like the toughest wrestling match you've ever been a part of. Uh, probably, probably at Super 32, I wrestled that world champion. Uh, his name's Joe Seeley. He's going to Penn State. Uh, he was super-duper tough. Uh, he had a different pace. I was – breathing super heavy he's he's a good guy he's a good uh opponent what do you enjoy most about wrestling uh probably it it sounds cliche most people are going to say winning which is super cliche but i kind of just like the hard work put into what i do uh after i win or something and knowing the work i put in kind of just like makes a lot of things uh come together and what would you uh say your favorite memories of wrestling are Definitely uh, winning my first state championship. That was a great memory. Just because that year I kind of was the underdog most of the year. And uh, I had to put a lot of work in to uh, get to where I was. And uh, that's like a lot of belief put into Scotty and his training methods and what he likes to do. Uh, kind of groomed, groomed me into uh, winning state that year. I don't think I was supposed to. But, uh, I mean, mentally I thought I could. But he kind of just put that belief in me every day that it was like, well, I'm going to be a state champ. I'm going to be a state. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then another big memory would have to be when I won Super 32 because last year I wrestled 145. This year I wrestled, or at that tournament I wrestled 160, which is that's a big weight jump because uh, I had a lot of adversity over the summer. I uh, tore my UCL in my arm, and uh, I had to do a lot of recovery for that. I didn't get surgery or anything. I just kind of stuck to doing my PT, lifting, not much wrestling, just running, trying to stay in shape. So uh, coming back for that to be my first tournament, which is the hardest tournament in the country, and knocking off like two two of the best guys in the country uh, on my way to win that was huge, just as like a confidence booster and also just as like uh, knowing that what I was doing was right, uh, knowing that going and lifting when I didn't want to was good and knowing when I ran and just mentally stayed tough through the whole thing and how do you what do you think the biggest key was to that once you got your first state championship how did you stay like focused and say i gotta get another one it's just the hunger to be the best uh you're not i feel like in wrestling you you're not always the best uh you can win one thing and you're still not the best uh you got to grow on your accomplishments every week every day almost every minute you got to be a better person than you were the minute before uh it's just something where when I won, it was you just got to be lasered focused and now I want to be number one in the country, not just number one in the state. And that was like my biggest thing. Could you give us a little bit of insight? What, what was that feeling like when you went back to back? 
Oh, it was a good feeling. Uh, I feel like so that year I was supposed to win, or last year I was supposed to win state uh, all year. But the guy I wrestled, I wrestled him five times, and for like high level wrestling, that's that's a lot. That's a, a lot of wrestling. Uh, I wrestled the kid, just like for like an example. I think I was ranked seventh in the country at 145, and he was ranked tenth. And I wrestled him five times that year, and that match was super hard. I had to dig for it, so it was a it was a good win and. Uh, the feeling of going back to back is just huge. I feel like that's something that a lot of people strive for, and uh, it was just good to get my hand raised. You know, winning a state title is like is not a feeling that you get. Oh, not many people get to uh, enjoy. So uh, being able to enjoy it a second time was just awesome. And in front of the crowd, we didn't get a crowd my sophomore year. We were in a high school. Last year we were in the Schottenstein. It was packed. You could hear everything. You could hear the the boos, the, the yays, whatever it is, uh, and that was just super cool. So we're going to shift back over to the team aspect of it. Do you guys feel as if a team you have any rivalries built up, like in practice? Yeah, uh, like rivalries with the team? Or rivalries, no, like with, rivalries with, with, with Yeah, with St. Edwards, uh, that, that is our rival. Uh, I would like to say that is our rival. Uh, that's who they've won, I don't know, 100 state championships. I'm like, that's not, not even an exaggeration. They're like the premier school of Ohio, and uh, last year we almost had them. Just had a couple mental lapses in some of our matches, which I mean that happens. So this year with our team having so many seniors and everything, it's really huge to try to knock those guys off because uh, they're a team that's never going to go away. They're always going to be good. Uh, you could say whatever they're private school, this and that, but they just train their guys really well. So uh, it's really cool, and all of our guys are pretty much uh, homegrown. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they're all Perrysburg guys at least, or in the, from this area. St. Ed's guys got people from Youngstown going to a school in Cleveland, but it is what it is. That's where adversity hits, and you just got to work through it. Now you talked about that senior leadership. How have you guys kind of come together at the start of the season to kind of set goals and become a really strong team? Uh, you know. Uh, we got guys like AJ Parrish, Winton, uh, good role models for I would say our younger classes that uh, are starting to come into their own. And I got Marcus, who he might be a sophomore, but uh, he leads like he's he's been through everything, which is good. Uh, everybody just kind of leads by example and lets everyone know when they got to work harder. And uh, it's it's just great to have to know that you have a bunch of guys that can help you lead. Like if I'm not having a good day or Maybe if I'm not even having a good day, maybe I'm just not doing my job as a leader. Uh, there's a bunch of other people that lead with the same integrity that I do and try to be the best. So it's good for the younger guys to be able to look at that kind of stuff. So, Joey, earlier you had uh, hinted at like the mental aspect of wrestling and how difficult that is for you, but how hard would you say it is physically and mentally to cut weight? God, it's mentally harder than it is physically. Uh, I feel like once... Because weight cutting is all of like a, it's almost like a science. Because it's like how many workouts you got to do to lose X amount of weight and this and that. And uh, I feel like it's, once you get it down to a T, it's not hard. But uh, it's definitely mentally harder than it is physically. Physically, you get tired, but mentally, you're just like, dang, man, I just want that water. Like, that water looks really good right now. But you just know you can't <laughs> have it. You know, you got to have like, just got to have self-control, which self-control is really hard. It is super-duper hard when you're losing weight like that. But uh, 
it gets easier the more you do it and the more you figure out what your body needs and what your body doesn't need. Because, I mean, like, last year I cut a good amount of weight and uh, I figured out I didn't need pizza after a tournament. I could like, I could go without that for a month or two and then I could do it and then I could eat as much pizza as I wanted after the season was over. So it's just mentally figuring out what you need and what you don't need. Now, do you think that weight cutting has helped you become a better wrestler from that mental aspect? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, some of that stuff's hard. It's not super easy to do. So, I mean, definitely helps you, like, know the fact of it gets you as a better wrestler because you do extra workouts to lose weight instead of losing it at wrestling practice. So you get better at wrestling practice, and then you get better at, at your extra workout or whatever that is. Now, Joey, do you have any interesting weight cutting stories? Yeah, I got one. I got one for freshman year. It's, it's a really interesting one. Do tell. I, oh, I will. I will. This is one of my, this is one of the best stories. It's like I'm super embarrassed about it, but I oh it no, is what it is. But uh, so we were wrestling at this. Tur- we wrestling at a home duel on a weekend or not a weekend, a weekday when we didn't have school. So I thought our tournament was like done. I didn't think we were gonna duel the team. And then uh, my freshman year too, just for like background information, I was like super light going into the year. Like I'd say I weighed like 135 pounds, mm-hmm. but for one week, for like, a, for like a week, I don't know what it was, but I got super heavy. So like cut, I was like cutting for that, cutting for that. And then I thought it was going to be canceled. So I like kind of broke mentally and uh, started to eat and drink a bunch. And then I was like, they'd never got canceled. And I was like, dang, like we really have this. So I like started to lose the weight again. And I showed up like half a pound over. And uh, honestly, something that Scotty does that uh, I think every coach needs to do is he held me accountable for it when I miss weight and was like, well, you're going to make weight till, like, you're going to make weight. Like, you're not leaving until you make weight. You have this whole duel. I'll stay till after the duel. Like, I don't care. And I, like, at that point, I was kind of mentally broken, honestly. And I had to, like, man up. Uh took me a while but i made it but then we got this funny video of me like sliding around in the well it was funny at the time it's not funny (laughs) i guess it's not funny anymore but uh it's of me sliding around in the uh showers like when they're like it just like enclosed because i was just like messing around and uh then somebody clipped it or something took a screenshot whatever of me just like laying there and sent it into the news so, like, oh, this whole news got a hold of it and, like, was blowing it up and uh, saying that I was, like, getting tortured and stuff. Oh, no. But, like, in reality, I was literally just, like, I was literally messing around. Like, I was being me. Like, I was just goofing off, like, doing what I usually do. So that that was a good one. That That's a great story because then the whole news came in and I had to tell them, like, yeah, that like, it wasn't I wasn't getting tortured. Like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I even had my parents go on the news for it. Oh, my and goodness. And they were like, why? I don't know. Like, he was just being him. Like, he just messes around and does stuff like that. Like, it's more whoever sent that in is really messed up for saying that he's being tortured. So, I mean, that's a really good story. Now, do you feel that process that Scotty's, like, instilled in you, this process of determination has really helped you grow as not only a wrestler but as a person? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, I use everything he tells me uh, day-to-day basis. Uh it's just something that he uses just being like a humble person and being like the best you every putting your best foot forward is what he always says. And, uh, I feel like I try to do that in everything. Like at school, I try to put my best foot forward in class. Uh, 
I might goof off sometimes, but uh, I'm still trying to just be the best me I can in the classroom, getting the best grades, trying to stay as focused as I can. Now, Joe, you have won two state titles, but you would not know that by talking to you. How would you say you have remained so humble? Uh, so my dad, when we were little, this is like I hate talking about myself. Like I would, I just don't. It's just not something that I. When I was little, I wasn't allowed to do it. My uh, my dad would get mad at Marcus and I if we were like at a tournament and like say we both won or I took second, he took first, and we were sitting there talking about it. My dad used to always yell at us for bragging because he always said no one likes a bragger. So since then, I just like kind of like scared to talk about myself, even though my dad like wants like my dad now is like, well, you got to like push something like try to make yourself a platform or something for when you get into college but it's just uh, super hard to go out there and push myself when I what like almost wasn't allowed to when I was little but I mean it's not anything bad because being humble I feel like is super good because you don't want to be too arrogant because then you sound like you just don't sound like you kind of sound like a bad person not a bad person but you just are annoying like I hate hearing about what people have done because it really doesn't matter because the next day is a new day now, Joey, we're going to head into our, another weekly segment called Flashback. So this week's Flashback is going to be a little different, and you're going to be kind of the star of it. So normally in past episodes, this is where we would review a controversial or hot topic in the community that may spark debate. However, this week, we're going to let you speak your mind on a hot topic of your choice or any controversial opinion that you may have. So, Joey, do you have any hot topics or controversial opinions that may spark conversation? Yeah, I got a hot topic. Go uh, for it. Where is my wrestling room? Where is that at? Uh, I don't know what I need to do for it. Uh, I don't know how much more I need to win for this school, but I want a wrestling room for our wrestlers. It's It sucks that we have to practice in the cold. I don't care if I'll ever use it. I don't care if I'll ever see it. I just want that everybody after me has a whole wrestling room to be able to practice at because I, I don't need one anymore. I mean, I'm going to be gone, but I, that's just something that, really good wrestling programs have and i feel like we've built a really good wrestling program uh, yes so uh i mean we'll raise the money i mean whoever will raise the money i think I'll, i mean i'll put time and effort into it but uh it's just something that we need to do uh, i mean hey maybe in 10 years i'll donate money for it they just need to have the plans built up that sounds like an awesome idea i'm glad you brought that to the show wish we could have had mr jaco on again to talk to him about that but Hopefully we get that installed because that seems like it would be very beneficial not only to some of our former wrestlers but also to the program in the future to see how far they've come from when they wrestled and where we're going to be at in the future building Perrysburg Wrestling. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's probably just a money thing and they just don't have the room for it. Of but course. I'd just, I just like to see it uh, come to fruition at one point because, I mean, you look at the, every school around us has super nice wrestling rooms and I wouldn't say that. Not saying that we're better than anyone, but, I mean, we almost are around here. We kind of just smashed the whole league and the sectional. So, I mean, everybody has state-of-the-art wrestling rooms. I feel like we just need something. It doesn't even have to be that nice. It's got to be something you can get warm. It's hard to practice in the cold. Mr. Jaco, if you're listening, have some extra money sitting around or start a donation like we started the 12th Man Club to get money for football. That's what I'm saying. That's we'll what I'm saying. Make Anything. a wrestling club. We'll yeah. do something. No diss. No diss. I'm not coming at anyone's head. No. I'm saying we just need a wrestling room. We'll make it happen, I bet, as a wrestling program. But that's just something that I feel like could be nice for the rest of the wrestlers. 
So, Joey, we're going to shift back over to you as an individual. How would you say you balance school and life? Man, that's hard. Uh, school is like something, I mean, I got to do it, but I don't love school, I would say. But it's it's always about the bigger picture. Uh, school, some of them have to do throughout college and everything. So I just try to keep an even balance, uh, try to put a little bit of time in there for homework, a little bit of time in there for stuff I like to do. I would say I try to at least put like an hour a day to doing homework and like studying or something like that. Try to give myself a good amount of time. Now, who would you say some of your favorite teachers have been over the years at Perrysburg High School or even this year? Uh, shout out Miss Gallagher. Uh, mm-hmm. She's probably my favorite teacher uh, at the high school. I've just had her all four years. And uh, I think I just have a pretty good like relationship mm-hmm. with her. Uh, Miss Westrick is super cool. I mean, she's like Miss Gallagher's best friend, so I mean, they act kind of the same. <laughs> uh, they're just like super cool. Uh, Mr. Thompson. And oh Mr. yeah, Mar- Danny Mr. T. Mr. Thompson and Mr. Moravitz, those both those dudes are super good dudes, and they uh, they want what's best for you, and they're just super easy to talk to. I mean, I could talk, sit and talk to them about football or whatever for hours. So they're just super cool. Now, do you have any favorite high school memories? All right. This one's, like, probably a little controversial, but the one, remember sophomore year when Kendrick did that, uh, Kendrick did that, like. The uh, concert? The concert. Yeah. Why? <laughs> My favorite memory is watching Officer Cole run down the stairwell. <laughs> it's just, it's just, like, I thought it was hilarious because you would have thought, like, something, like, life-threatening was happening, <laughs> but it was just, it was just a kid, like, playing his music on a speaker, and I think that was really cool, and then this year when they had that, like, Mosh pit. The mosh, mom, mom, yeah. mosh pit, yeah. Yeah, uh, I had to throw, like, four kids off this girl that was in a wheelchair, and I thought that was, like, I, I was a, it's just a good memory because I guess, like, it was funny that they were doing that, but they were also, like, disrupting, like, everybody else, so. That is that is very kind of you, Joey. That's, see, those are the things that don't get noticed that some people do, and the Unsung Hero, that was very kind of you to do that. We need more people like that in society. So what are some of your favorite, like, movies or TV shows that you like to watch or have currently or watched previously? Uh, Criminal Minds. Uh, that's, like, my favorite show ever. Uh, Avery and I watched Criminal Minds for, like, a year, and I think I've rewatched it, like, five times. It's just one of the great – I just love how it's suspenseful, and mm-hmm. I like the criminal mystery shows. And then uh, another big one that I like is uh, Rick and Morty. Mm. Rick and Morty is huge. Uh, I don't know. It's just a show I can sit and watch and just laugh at. Uh, Demon Slayer is pretty good. It's an anime, but uh, the fight scenes are crazy. The guy spends like millions of dollars on making one episode, and it's just animated, so it's a pretty cool show. Are you a big anime guy? I would say decently big. Now, Joey, what are some of your goals that you've set for this year and beyond? Uh, I mean, I want to win another state title this year. I want our team to win a state title this year. I think that's more important, honestly, than my goals for this coming year. And then uh, college, I want to be a national champion and an All-American. And I want to take Purdue. I want to make Purdue a premier program. Uh, I would say we're like a top 15, 20 program right now. But uh, by the end of it, I want to make us like a premier program, like a Penn State or an Iowa. So, Joey, we have one final question for you. What would you say one word to describe Joey Blazes? An idiot. <laughs> and why, why do you say that? I don't know. I just, I just do some 
dumb th- I mean, not dumb things, but I'm just like super outgoing. Or I'd say outgoing. There we go. Outgoing. I'd say I, I do some things that are funny to some people, not funny to other people. Uh, I don't know. I just do me, and whoever likes it, likes it. That's awesome. All right, Joey, thank you for coming on the podcast today. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and look forward to big things coming this wrestling season and in the future for you. Next week, we will be interviewing Andrew and Avery Hunt ahead of the boys' basketball season. This has been a Jacket Sports Network edition of Inside the Hive. To the moon, baby. To the moon. Woo-hoo.